0: Back in. It is a Roleplay Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams along with Alex Becker. Alex, how are you, buddy?
1: I'm doing good. No complaints over here.
0: Live from Mile High Sports Studios here. Uh, high above the revolving tower on South Syracuse way. Appreciate you guys being with us. Um, it's all about the coaching search right now. The season uh, has come to an end. It's all about the 2023 Denver Broncos season. I'm not going to talk about the draft yet. And probably for quite a while. Um, don't want to get myself burnt out on that kind of stuff, but we're in the midst in the middle of a coaching search. They talked to Jim Caldwell today, last week, Danny Bailey and I spoke about Jim Caldwell saying, Hey, uh, um, he might be the if, – if you don't get Harbaugh and you don't get Sean Payton, Jim Caldwell might be the perfect man for the job for all kinds of reasons that I'll tell you why. And wouldn't you know it, today, to this day, to this day, he is being interviewed by the Broncos. So, looks like, you know, word is out a little bit. Um, the Broncos are going to be thorough. They're going to view everybody. You know, I, I think the best part, and we said this um, during our last – 10 coaching searches. Part of um, the really unique thing about the coaching search is check this you can pay guys danny bay like consultant guys or former player guys or media member guys to, to you know to say okay well i need you to tell me what would you do different where did we go wrong and you know so forth but again they're paying you to kind of do it they're paying you to tell you what's bad and where they did you know where they failed but there's a certain kind of something you get out of interviewing these brightest minds in the game and them telling you what They think went wrong with your team or how they're going to fix your team. A few of those guys are probably like, well, I'm not going to speak on any of the past stuff. But from what I saw and what I would do is this. Or someone's going to say, you know, what you had going on sucked. Nathaniel Hackett, you know, totally sucked. I would, you know, fix this thing overnight. (coughs) Kind of like what Rosberg did when he took over uh, head coach. Well, yeah, no doubt about it. Exactly like that. So... My thought is it's invaluable, this access that you get to the brightest of brightest of football minds in the game who are trying to kind of, you know, again, tell you how they're going to fix it and where they think went wrong. Uh, I think it's very invaluable to um, go through the process. Um, Ten guys they interviewed last year, we have already know they've talked to three or four, maybe five guys already. Um, and Jim Caldwell's a great candidate. I, I, I like him a lot. I might like Jim Caldwell better than Dan Quinn, to be honest with you. The body works very close, very similar. Both lost Super Bowls, uh, both uh, were pretty big time winners for a stretch. Caldwell wins with the Lions.
1: Yeah, he's been really good, and he's worked well with quarterbacks too, which I think is extremely well, important again, Look going into this coaching. Dan serve.
0: Campbell right now is probably one of the hottest coaches in the NFL for what he's done here with the Lions. So seemingly, kind of in a couple seasons, almost. That's be you know, someone could say overnight, right? Dad yeah, Campbell, yeah. Um, if say he was a free agent for some reason, somehow, whatever happened, um, he'd be he'd get another job instantly, and maybe he'd have the pick of the litter. So Caldwell, who did the same thing in Detroit, um, had success as a Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator twice with the Colts and with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Uh, winning, he's a winner. Um, has a winning record as a head coach. Where those guys aren't really on the street unless they're too old to be coaching. Uh, don't sleep on Jim Caldwell. Broncos country I'm telling you right right now do not sleep on this guy like Gwen Stefani and no doubt said
1: yeah so he's uh he's 67 um, his last coaching job came in 2019 uh, he was dolphin's assistant and quarterbacks coach so he's coming in off the beach. Down by the beach. Down by the beach. And uh, yeah, so But, but I mean, his name, I, yeah, I think I get people it. I think very like it. highly well, of Well,
0: Rosberg just came off down by the beach. He was down by the beach. Down off the beach in the and, boat.
1: And they're the same old age, if I'm not mistaken. They're both yeah. 67.
0: So, yeah, you know, that's it. You know, I think Caldwell would be a top five candidate of mine. And if it doesn't happen with the big three or the big two plus Dan Quinn, then Jim Caldwell might be high above my list to be honest with you.
1: Um, uh, Jeff brought up on the show today, he liked D'Amico Ryans. He's like, I like that cat, the, the Niners defensive coordinator. Um, they Z. have either
0: spoken to him already or have asked to speak with him. I think so, yeah. Uh, Let me tell you some pros and cons on D'Amico. Yeah, and first year. Brainiac um, was like 4.3 GPA. I don't know how you get higher than a 4.0. Um, he was an academic All-American, was an NFL rookie of the year. Guy gets it right, that right away. All this kind of stuff, Dang. yeah. Go look all this stuff up, man. This guy had a really, really good career. Um, was one of the great leaders, one of the great, um, you know, players and tough guys and underrated players. Actually, probably during his tenure in his stretch. definitely
1: underrated. His accolades are way better than I thought. Oh yeah, unanimous
0: All American,
1: first team All Pro in two thousand
0: seven. Yeah, uh, Demico Ryan's can play, and you know he's got a lot of what I would call Flores. Um, Tomlin, Vrabel, yes, he has a lot of that, and that works. He's cut from that same cloth. That works. It's like kind of former player guy, toughness, relatable, but respect, proven. You know, like they respect you because they know you've done it, and you can explain. You know, explain it to them the way that guys who have never done it, you know, couldn't would never get it. Yeah, so.
1: I think he's got a lot of Robert Sala in him. Both oh, of them I like former that, too. Uh, That's a
0: good one, too. Um, I think he's probably a top five or six candidate, too. He rounds out my list. If I don't get one of those guys, I'm probably going to feel like they did it wrong, or someone's going to have to really kind of sweep me off of my feet, which Dan Quinn is – sleep. You know, the people are sleeping on Dan Quinn because watch when this guy he gets in front of the microphone. He ain't like, oh, shucks, I'm going to be everyone's best friend here, like uh, Nathaniel Hackett. He's going to, you know um, – I want winners, guys. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna hello. You play to win the game. Like he's got, he's got something that fires guys up, that gets in guys' bodies and, and minds, and makes them, you know, believe. Um, he's got that. Dan Quinn, watch. If we have a chance to hear from Dan Quinn, people are gonna be uh, have their worlds rocked by this guy and be very, very impressed by this guy. And
1: he won the uh, he won a Super Bowl on the team that Russell Wilson was on in Seattle. As their coordinator, yeah, that's right. So A
0: bit of a history there. Oh no, for sure, that and, stuff matters. Uh, that Absolutely matters. That's why Darren Bevel is, you know, getting a look too. But Dan Quinn and Russell Wilson working together in the past, and you know, maybe a relationship and respect there. And um, I think that's could be very valuable. I think very, because I think Nathaniel Hackett never knew how to use Russell Wilson. It never never worked used out, him huh? in the right way. Never knew how to get the best out of him. And that was for a lot of reasons, whether Russ was trying to do his own thing or rather uh, or whether what they came up with together just you know, couldn't produce with you know, whether Russ can't do it anymore, whether it's just a bad fit for the offense or whether the town ain't good enough. Three combinations, probably two of the three or all three were the problem. Mm-hmm. You with me? Yeah. So, okay, um, that's good stuff in the coaching search. Let's do a little taste on the wild card games. Okay, yeah. Um, let me pull these up real quick here, and then uh, real quick while you're doing that, uh, I want to mention... Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. Seven hundred and fifty dollars sign up bonus. Well, there's lots of players in that game, that you know, sports gambling game out there. But you'll see when you go to Maverick how unique they are, uh, all the things they have to offer you, how easy to navigate, um, safe, secure, uh, deposit quick, withdraw, get your money quick. That's what you want, man. Cause we want to be um withdrawers. We don't want to be depositors, right? Withdrawing's more fun. Totally. Seven hundred and fifty dollar sign up bonus. Um, take advantage of that. So uh, Total Beverage as well, totalbev.com, two giant superstores here in Colorado up north, spread out. But also, do you know what? If you spend like 50 bucks, I just saw a coupon I got from them. If you spend $50, bucks, they will deliver to you for free. So um, the money you save with these guys, if you're a wine buyer, if you're buying cases of beer, if you're buying um, you know, higher end, um, like we said, wines and um, tequilas and whiskeys, bourbons, that kind of stuff. Um, then all that extra money, that uh, it, it matters. It adds up. It's an extra bottle, you know, for free, essentially, because their deals are so good. Go check those guys out, okay? Um, Alex, what's your – let me ask you this. Let me give you some questions. Playoffs. Playoffs. Uh, I hope. I just hope we can win a game. Um, which wild-card team can make a run that's not the 49ers?
1: That's not the 49ers. In the NFC or AFC as well? Because um, I got two of them.
0: No, um, in – in um in total um, on okay. either side here i'm going to give you the games for the weekend real quick okay? okay everybody so they can kind of hear what we're choosing from Seahawks at 49ers Chargers at Jaguars Dolphins at Bills Giants at Vikings Ravens at Bengals and Monday night Cowboys at Buccaneers i i love the buffalo bills i okay. i just love them I could have taken them out of the equation, too. Let me take the Bills and the 49ers out of the equation. The rest of those teams, which team can make a run, like the 10-win um, Bengals did last year all the way yeah, to the Super Bowl?
1: And man, I was going to say the Bengals next. That's got to be the logical choice okay, so then, with what they did last year.
0: Okay, and follow it up with who? Um, I will say... I'll go Chargers after that, but Chargers, I'm with you. Okay. we're going down the same street here. Um, I'll go, I'll say uh, New York football Giants. Okay, I agree, just because the Vikings seem so vulnerable.
1: Yeah. That's I, kind
0: of the big one, I don't right? know.
1: The Giants' style, it's kind of built for the playoffs, too. You know, run the football, take care of the football, don't mm-hmm. make mistakes, and play good defense.
0: Yeah. So. Okay, uh, let me ask you another question. Of the road teams, can I give you the road teams here? Yeah. Here are the road teams. Please do. The Seahawks, the Chargers, the Dolphins, the Giants, the Ravens, and the Cowboys. Which road team will win? Which road team will win? Ah, in the AFC. I'll say the Chargers
1: with... Ah, I think the Jags win that game. Why? Um, I just think that they they got it rolling right now. Uh, the Chargers, we just don't know. about You don't think
0: them. it becomes a little bit too big for the Jaguars? The next kind of level where it could. You know, the Chargers seem to kind of ha- be and been waiting and a little bit further along in the process.
1: I, I mean, I could see it going either way. You know, what way, me but... off,
0: you've been great betting the Chargers this year. You've had a knack for. No the chargers. <laughs> so for you to say that's kind of oh, scary. Yeah, you're scaring um, me a little bit. I I you know. I, I
1: mean they got a Super Bowl winning coach there in Doug Peterson, and they just really came on the second half of the season. Yeah, that's I thought, a pretty
0: good when you just said that because if he can outcoach Staley, who people already think is a dipshit. He he
1: kind of is. I mean, he <laughs> got wow. Mike Williams and
0: Joey Bosa injured in a meaningless game, you know. Um, I think here, and you have to double check this. Um, Maybe while we're talking. Okay. I think Lamar Jackson was rolled out of this game. He was. I just saw that. So he will not play in this game. It's eight and a half points I'm seeing here. Man, the Bengals should roll. Absolutely roll against the Baltimore Ravens. I think they put it all over him as well. I don't think the Ravens will be able to move the ball in this game. As the intensity is ratcheted up. That's a Sunday night football game. And I think, uh, you know, it's easy. It's a big favorite covering a team without – it's not the biggest spread though. The Niners covering nine and a half points against the Seahawks is the oh, I'm sorry, no, the, the Bills. Bills covering thirteen and a half points against the Dolphins. Wow, is the biggest number. But do you know what? Uh, the Dolphins without Tua won't be able to move the ball. Absolutely not. I it, think that's a bloodbath as well. They
1: scored what eleven points last week against well, the Jets. Well, because the
0: Bills, and you're going to think, oh wow, you know that's a lot of points. I got to take that number historically in the NFL road playoff teams who get double digit points, win X amount of the games. I max, you know, sixty percent of them at the time. I don't know that that's true at all. I don't know that that's true. True, but it's different because the Bills are a good, like a good enough to have been a number one seed, definitely. So the discrepancy, like the gap, is huge. Yeah, and when both teams are at their best, best, bestest, not in the middle of the season, you know, nicked and dinged, and you know, it's you know that where, you, where your your focus is entirely there, interdivisional, you know, different kind of stuff in, in the regular season that could you know make things even throw you off, make a game like this, you know, close. It's not going to happen. I think the Buffalo Bills slaughter the Dolphins.
1: And they just, it's like
0: it's made for them this year. 20 they they points. got to go. I think they go yeah. Georgia TCU on them now. Maybe yeah, not. they Maybe did that Georgia to uh,
1: the Patriots last year. Remember they played yeah. wild card weekend? It was like 49-7. Well, do you know
0: what? Where I'll use the comp and the Georgia stuff, um, TCU like blew their load in the game against Michigan. They used and, all
1: their bullets, yeah.
0: And you know, everything went right for them in the first half of that game. Literally, like the uh, Wolverines gave it away. The Bills had two rushing touchdowns. I'm sorry, two kick returns for touchdowns last week. Oh,
1: the bill. That's right. Naheem okay. Hines took two back.
0: Yeah, the, the Bills had that's 14 points. Two house in calls in a game where the Patriots were trying so hard to kind of keep it close, and they were, except for that. Mm-hmm. So the Bills' offense. Let me check the. Let me see. Yeah, I'm gonna check uh, the weather in Buffalo real quick. Oh gosh, burr, bundle up equalizer here because they've had the most gnarliest of weather. Yeah, even if it's a nice day, it's still not gonna be uh, uh, ideal conditions. Buffalo, New York, Orchard. It's 36 right now. Um, On Sunday it'll be 34 with it looks like some sunshine. 34 in Buffalo is probably like 50 here. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. Like, you know, that's a nice January day. That's a day. nice January day <laughs> for Buffalo folks. Um, with a low of 17, that's in the evening Sunday, so it's probably going to be around, you know, high 20s in degrees. Um, and degrees. It looks like they'll have a couple days without any – moisture or weather as a a potentially sunny Saturday. But, you know, sunny, I see sun like that. And you think here in Colorado where, like, if the sun's out, that gnarly snow that just came last night, Mm -hmm. like, ruined, you know, like, shut down the city for the night starts to melt the next day. Yeah. It melts, like, to the streets down to to, to the bone, you know. Um, But, like, in Minnesota and other Midwest places – The snow never melts. It stays. If it's there, it just stays forever until literally like the spring and the summer. So I can't speak on Buffalo. I'm not so sure. So uh, I don't think the uh, weather will get in the way of keeping that game close, though, because it's the good. Listen, it's going to be freaking freezing for Baltimore and um, as well, who won't be able to move the ball, will have to be forced to throw the ball to keep up. I see a ton of mistakes, turnovers. I see the Bills winning big time.
1: Yeah. Do you think they cover that number? Yeah, I think
0: I kind of do, too. I mean, let's give some, um, what do you think the game total is? I mean, it's, that's like, a to me, a, a, a 31-13. Yeah, so it would be over. It's uh, You know, 30-32-20, that's not a cover, but that, I think it's going to be a bigger gap than that. Yeah, probably, probably. in the 30s, and I don't see how the Buffalo gets, you know, into the high teens. Okay. That's it, because that's a touchdown and three field goal drives. That's four, you know um, – that's four times driving into Buffalo territory of their 11, 12 possessions they're going to have. They're going to have, you know, four, five, three an ounce. They're going to have a turnover or two, and they're going to get to midfield or time or two and a half to punt. Giving them basically four scoring opportunities, you know, in deep in Buffalo territory is kind of saying that they had moderate success. That's barely 16 points, and it's 13 points if they miss a field goal. Mm, you good see? Point. yeah. That's just my thought. How are they going to score? And they say they Skyler get Skyler yeah. Thompson. I don't know. I don't. He yeah. Uh, dolphins. No. Me too. Okay. Um. Anything else on Wild Card Weekend before? Uh, we get out Just of here?
1: The, the. I want to touch on the game Monday night here, Cowboys Bucks, because there's a lot of storylines in this one. Um, if the That's Cowboys. That's the most
0: intriguing. Yeah, because like the Giants and the Vikings, and eh, I, you know, it's like. Giants and the Vikings, the Buccaneers are Tom Brady. You know, couple couple years coming off a Super Bowl, and the Cowboys are just always going to be one of the biggest names in the game. So, if Dallas gets them, is that the goat's last game of his career?
1: No, he's come back for another. Yeah, wow. He
0: already gave up his family for it and his wife, man. Yeah, but he's dating some new young thing, and um, she may energize him. And there's going to be some opportunities for him. Oh, uh, the Raiders. Raiders, uh, um, San Francisco. San Francisco, depending on what happens, you know, there. Um, say they trade, you know, roll with Brady for another year, uh, resign Garoppolo, and they trade Trey Lance, or they keep Trey Lance and use him as a specialist to keep Brady off of like the goal line and you know out of harm's yeah. way a little bit. They kind of did that with develop Jimmy. him um and you know that's that's it depends you know it probably depends on what happens with the 49ers do yeah. they go to the super bowl without him do they uh, fall short of the NFC championship game cuz they got a guy named Brock Purdy playing quarterback for oh, them oh if he takes them to the super bowl <clears throat> and wins it i'd you got to stick with them well, i didn't say wins it oh <laughs> i didn't say wins it if Brock Purdy takes the 49ers to the super bowl and wins it we're talking about Brock Purdy like the next Tom Brady Exactly. It's they have to not only would they keep him, mm-hmm. then they would bo- bona fide, straight up try to trade Trey Lance because they'd realize, hey man, Trey Lance is super athletic, all this kind of stuff. But hey man, I mean, I got this guy Brock Pretty. We got to just go see how far yeah. he can take us, Mr. and then just go find the next one and the next one because Kyle Shanahan would have proven he can win a Super Bowl with anybody, and he would need a not only a Trey Lance, but maybe not even a Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Right? You with
1: me? Very true. Very true. Something
0: to think about. Um can the Bucks go on a run in the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. Here's why. The NFC's wide open. The two best teams in the NFC are clearly the Eagles, yep. okay? And then the Vikings. The Vikings people Over think the of- Niners? Oh, I'm sorry. The, um, the Niners are in a tier in a league all of their own. Okay. Other than the 49 I had the Niners go in the NFC Championship game no matter what. But after that, I think there's a big drop. I think the Eagles have kind of like not. Yeah, I think they kind of come back down to earth a little bit. A little bit. And I know they've been playing without Jalen Hurts, and Minshew's not Jalen Hurts, even as much as we like, you know, Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Eagles lost a little steam. So I think that the NFC is kind of wide open. And what I mean by that, the AFC's not. It's like you know, there's three great teams: Bengals, and, Bills, Chiefs. And 100%. one of those teams is going to the Super Bowl, and two of those teams are going to meet in the AFC Championship game. It's mm-hmm. just destined to be. The NFC, I'm with you. There's a team in the NFC that's going to be a 10 win team ish. Like one of like it's going to be like the Bengals this year get hot and go meet the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. That could be Tampa Bay. Could be the Cowboys. Could be the freaking um, New York uh, G- it could giants. be the G-men. The yeah, G-men. it could be, and they've got a lot to play for. You know, contracts, you know, $100 million for, you know, uh, Daniel Jones or more. he got a lot to play for, so um, that's it. That's I'm excited the, for yeah. these games. I'm gonna bet them that's on it. BetMav. Yep, yeah, that, that's the yeah. Do it. Um, Maverick Sports app is great. We appreciate those guys big time. We're gonna wrap this podcast up here. Try to get another one here in on a football Friday. Take one last kind of closer look at these games. Maybe break it down a little bit closer. Um, just, uh, it's hard because I think the last few years these wild card games have been you take the points and you've been very successful. The underdogs have came up and risen pretty you know pretty far up to. Well, again, Cincinnati last year, look what they did. Yep. Yep. I don't think that that's going to be the case this year. I think we're going to have a great Super Bowl. I think it's going to be the 49ers and one of those three great teams. But I'm looking forward to these playoffs, and we'll talk about it on Friday. Uh, what's your Can't handle? What's your Twitter?
1: Uh, a. Becker Sports. <clears throat>
0: I'm at tweetsdanny on Twitter as well. Thanks for being with us. Go check the radio show on Mile High Sports Radio, 10 to noon every single day. And then look for the Broncos Blitz podcast anywhere you can find podcasts in the whole wide world of podcasting. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.